Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 110 of the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Marquis. Today's topic is going to be neurogenic versus vascular claudication. Now, that's a mouthful. Um, We're going to be talking about how to define claudication. We're going to be looking at the different types of claudication because one can look very much like the other, but knowing a few little tricks here can really help drive you in a certain direction when it comes to uh, evaluating and treating those patients. And then we're going to talk about a few diagnoses um, that cause uh, claudication so that can help you with your diagnostic skills also. But before we get going, I'd like to just take a moment to hear a word from our sponsors. Do you experience leg and foot fatigue when standing for long periods of time? A main doctor and the company he founded, Mainly Technology Group, have created a high-tech, all-terrain, chemical-free sock designed to reduce fatigue. The Easy Glider Sock has a graduated compression weave to keep blood flowing and to keep you energized. Created by Dr. Lee Thibodeau, the Easy Glider is also frictionless, lightweight, warm, extremely durable, and wicks away moisture. The socks will stay fresh for days, thanks to the organic antimicrobial agent, Kytosan. Easy Glider is the only sock you'll ever need for sports, work, and leisure. To find out more, visit EasyGliderSocks.com. That's EasyGliderSocks.com. Did you know that over 90% of foot and ankle problems are caused by a tight calf muscle? Introducing the Easy Slant, a durable, adjustable, and portable calf stretching device. The Easy Slant was designed to increase stretching compliance and get you back on your feet and feeling better faster. So if you work with patients seeking to ease or avoid foot pain or clients who want to improve their athletic performance, look no further. Visit EasySlant.com to learn more or order yours today. Enter coupon code OEP for a 10% discount on your first Easy Slant. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. So what does claudication mean? Okay, well, claudication comes from the Latin claudicare, which means limp. And this is usually caused by a lack of blood flow to the legs. So it was originally defined as a a term that talked about lower leg or or leg issues. Um, But this can also happen in the cervical spine as well. And we'll talk about uh, some examples of that. So, you know, how do you how do you um, differentiate them first? You don't need to know exactly, you know, which blood vessels or which nerve are being affected, you know, when trying to identify if a problem is neurogenic or vascular, okay? Um, And so knowing the signs and symptoms will really help you to to manage these patients better. So, uh, you know, so that you know if you should send this patient to a neurosurgeon or a vascular surgeon. And that uh, can really uh, help cut a lot of time off uh, in regards to, you know, patients waiting around trying to figure out where they should go or what they should do. Um, So what are the differences? Let's start with neurogenic claudication, all right? This is um, a situation where you have some pressure on a nerve or impingement of a nerve that causes, you know, a loss of sensation, loss of reflexes, maybe some myotomal weakness, uh, and even some, uh, some, you know, dermatomal issues. You need to remember that Neurogenic claudication is very level-oriented, so the level of the cervical or lumbar spine can be well differentiated um, with a nerve issue, okay? So I'll give you an example. Somebody has a, a left L4 nerve root compression. 
all right, they may have a decrease in patella reflex. They'll have decreased sensation in the mid in, in the medial lower leg and foot. They'll have some decreased strength in the quads and some anterior tibial uh, tendon and muscle weakness. Um, and so it really follows a certain pattern. Most of the time, that pain will, you know, could be sharp, it could be burning, uh, sometimes an electrical shocking type of sensation, uh, and occasionally an ache in that area. So remember, neurogenic, you can usually follow some sort of pattern down the extremity, um, and it's not very globalized, it's more specific. Whereas vascular claudication, which could be caused by compression on a blood vessel, um, you know, such as um, people who have... uh, compartment syndrome, or uh, some people will just take a a blow to the area, have so much swelling that it'll cause uh, compression on the blood vessel, or that vessel can become blocked or an artery can become blocked from within, like with plaque buildup. Um, And so these people will have less blood flow getting through to the artery, getting to the muscles that are calling for blood flow. These folks will very commonly you know, describe their pain as being a quote-unquote dead, achy feeling. Um, Their pain is pretty global. It doesn't follow a particular pattern. They might say, you know, my my hand feels really cold or my, my lower leg and foot feel really cold. And when you actually feel it, it's cold, and that's because it's not getting new oxygenated blood to that area. Uh, it's not getting good circulation, so it may feel cold. Whereas neurogenic claudication, people may have a sensation that is cold, but it's, it, it actually isn't cold when you touch it. Um, and there's no neural issues, so there's no uh, general loss of sensation with vascular issues. There's no loss of reflex. Um, and and oftentimes, if you're just testing them sitting there, they're not going to have a lot of myotonic weakness. Um, so remember the differences here. And so what we'll do is we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit about a patient scenario right now. So a patient comes in and they report leg pain. And I'm envisioning this in my head because I had a patient who had this exact, exact scenario. He had um, two years of diagnostic testing imaging, um, and the whole nine yards for his back to rule out radiculopathy from the low back. He even underwent lumbar spine injections because he did have some degenerative uh, lumbar spine issues. Um, That did not change his symptoms whatsoever. He says to me, he says, I can walk fairly well on a level surface, but if I go uphill a little bit, I have uh, considerable difficulty. My leg becomes very cold. It feels heavy um, and dead-like. And um, so I check this guy out. I sit him down. He has um, no reflexes in any area, upper or lower extremity, so we got to throw that out the window. Um, He had no loss of sensation. He had no distal weakness. Um, But when I had him walk, I I put him on a treadmill, and then as soon as I inclined him, he started to have this dead feeling in the leg. Um, So we we had him pull up his pant leg. We took his sock and shoe off as soon as he could not continue walking anymore. Um... And we took a look at his foot, and that foot was white as white could be compared to the other side, which had nice color to it. It was very cold and clammy. Um, And um, so that helped us to determine that this was a vascular problem because obviously if it was a neural issue, they wouldn't, uh, you know, lose pulses. They wouldn't lose circulation to that area. Um, And it's usually specific. They wouldn't lose any of the neurological signs and symptoms. Um, and, And then what I do with folks on occasion is if I'm suspicious 
or I have a hard time determining if it is neurogenic or vascular, I will put them on a stationary bike. Um, if they are neurogenic, um, when they get on a bike, they flex a little bit. They actually open up that spine. They open up the vertebral foramen, and, and the nerve root is not being uh, compressed so much. So they usually and generally do well on a bike. Um, but if somebody has a vascular claudication where they're not getting good blood flow to the leg and they put demand on those muscles in the leg and it's calling for blood flow and not getting it, you'll start to have some of these signs and symptoms. Um, so you can help differentiate it that way. Um, and then people with neurogenic claudication of the lower extremities, they will have... Um, you know, pain if they walk with a really upright posture. And you'll see that in the video that I'm going to put uh, in the uh, uh, show notes today. And so that will not change much if you have a vascular issue. Um, so make sure that you take a look at those those different signs and symptoms and um, try to tease that out a little bit. You know, people who have um, let's talk about the upper extremity and cervical spine a little bit. You know, sometimes it can be difficult to identify if somebody has a thoracic outlet, a vascular thoracic outlet syndrome versus a, um, a cervical spine uh, herniated disc or nerve root compression. And so do what I said, check the reflexes, sensation, and distal muscle strength. Generally, people who have thoracic outlet syndrome, you know, have this complaint of heaviness whenever they do an overhead activity with their hands or they're doing their hair, using a hair dryer um, or uh, reading a book in front of them. They've got to let one arm down, let it rest. Um, that's not common with uh, cervical nerve root compression. And so, you know, remember the different signs of the different types of claudication, and that will really help to um, sort out uh, your patient's diagnosis. And um, so I do have videos on my YouTube channel regarding uh, different types of vascular neurogenic claudication, so make sure you check those out. If you have any questions uh, that you'd like me to um, propose on the show and answer on the show, please send those to me to uh, paul at orthoevalpal.com. I'd be more than happy to uh, answer those on the show and, and give you a shout out and um, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel uh, make sure you you like and subscribe uh, to the uh, videos and to the channel and uh, again uh, make sure you uh, check out our new website we have some great information there we're doing some online coaching and mentoring um, which has really been productive and really starting to uh, fill in with the time slots uh, so um, make sure that if you're you know if you want that little extra boost your young therapist or young um, PA or FNP getting some exposure to orthopedics, but you just feel like you're lagging a little bit behind or you, you'd like that little push um, on how to uh, perform those tests uh, better with people or how to confront people better, communicate with them, uh, any of those types of situations, I could certainly help you with that. So um, folks, I hope you um, have a better understanding between the difference between um, uh, vascular and neurogenic claudication. If you have any questions, uh, give me a jingle. Again, thanks for listening and have a great day. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.